Hello fam, welcome to my channel. It's Azuma here. I'm a fashion designer, mother, advocate of self-empowerment, anything that allows my soul to grow and gives me access to my higher being in order for me to hear it clearer and for me to achieve in a balance. My mission is to share with you my experiences surrounding all the practices I've taken on my road towards fulfillment. Check out my playlist if you have any interest in anything else. Today I'm going to be talking about how important it is to celebrate yourself when you are grown. So knowing who you are and what you represent is integral so that you can show up as your best self, right? Do you agree? We go through life being told from childhood to follow certain protocol that would lead us to the destination that's either been chosen for us or chosen by ourselves when we were a lot younger. Obviously, we're no longer the same people at present. Now, depending on our environment, the people that were in our life shaped us to be a particular way a way that is not necessarily how we view ourselves. 30 years later, you look in the mirror and you no longer recognize yourself. How did my life become so normal, you might ask? Is this really what I would have chosen for myself? So much so to the point that you no longer know who you are, the things that make you jump out of bed in the morning, not forgetting the small little things that make you feel alive. Where is that excitement gone? <laughs> the cycle can continue into all areas of our life. And of course, I'm gonna be talking about fashion always. Your wardrobe starts reflecting the status quo too. Nothing excites you. It's all the kind of things that keeps you safe and hidden and not allow you to stand out. I mean, that might be simply because you don't want to stand out. How did things get to this, you might ask? I was recently confronted with this situation by one of my clients. In my eyes, she's a beautiful, vivacious woman with so much to celebrate. I'm sure she'd agree with me to a certain degree. But of course, when you're a mother, a woman, the first person to fall by the wayside is always going to be you. You're going to always sacrifice yourself and not put yourself first. Not putting yourself first might include not enjoying the small pleasures such as having a pedicure, taking yourself out to dinner once a month or twice a month, wearing something glamorous of course, or you know just watching a TV program that you've been putting off for ages. No more self-sabotage, my lovelies. We're on a mission to portray ourselves and our lives as I'm loving my life, I'm loving who I am, and I'm going to love myself throughout all the various stages in my life. Stepping into the forefront of your life can sometimes be daunting and scary, to say the least. I know that very well. <sighs> in the present, I was 
like getting these intuitive nudges telling me that my new path was going to lead me to step in front of the mic, step in front of the camera and just share where I am at present. Could you imagine this filled me with complete dread to start with? You know, I tend to like to stand, stay behind the scenes. I'm going to go back to when I was rebranding my fashion label. I was having discussions about whether I should change the name, keep it the same. My brand was called Bestowland, nothing to do with Azuma. <laughs> and this particular friend of mine, really great guy, great guy in business, used to always say to me, why are you, all, why are you so afraid to go for your real name? Why are you always hiding behind other labels? Bestowland wasn't the first label I had. But I just thought, hmm, that's weird. I didn't see it as hiding. In my mind, I was reserving my name for the time when I really started creating the kind of clothes and the brand that I truly believed aligned with who I wanted to be. I wasn't quite there when I was doing Bestowland, so I just started the process and was creating, but I knew I hadn't created the brand of my choice. So I wasn't hiding my name, I was just reserving my name. At a core level, I knew I wanted something different. I was making a more affordable brand as opposed to a higher end brand, which kept me stuck and in a vibration that wasn't really who I was. A vibration that pretty much said, I wasn't quite aligned with where I should be because I wasn't necessarily prepared to, to invest. And, you know, knowing that at my essence, I decided actually I will close the brand. And that was the start of this chapter, of course. But when you're ready to show up for yourself and be seen and heard from a place of pure abandonment, no fear of what people's going to say or what the outcome's even going to be, you take your life into your hands and take pure responsibility. And you know you can manoeuvre however you choose, because it's your choice. You'll inevitably make decisions that for your betterment You'll definitely be co-creating with the divine because the divine will show you clearly that it's behind you and leading you step by step. You might not be able to see too far ahead, <laughs> but you'll see that the divine is there giving you little prompts and directing you in particular directions. And then you'll be able to live your life to the fullest and feel very much like you're celebrating you. Surrounding yourself with genuine friends when you're building yourself back up is everything. Back to appreciating who you are and what you have to offer. Like-minded people on your path are often on a journey of their own. That's why your paths are crossing. Therefore, the patience and respect that you have equal equally for each other is going to feel really special. Those genuine alliances are really a pleasure to be around. You can share your true aspirations without um, any fear of any comeback or anything negative. 
they'll be like your biggest cheerleaders they won't judge you too much and if they do they'll be doing it for your own good and often from a place of love let's hope not all the time but you know you'd have to be the discerner of that know who those people are and do not con convince them with the hater raters you know the ones that smile in your face you know how the song goes backstabbers <laughs> all the ones that just hang around you just waiting to point out your shortcomings yeah be very aware and very clear who is who now this is a big one and was the thing that really transformed and defined my life by delving deep and really being clear how I felt about things that were going on in my world rather than suppressing it because it's you know either negative or too painful I was able to release patterns and illusions of things that were playing out in my world if I'm losing you a bit on this, let me give you an example. So just imagine you've grown up all your life thinking you're a loner and that's just how it's always been. You start your job, you're doing it sort of independently. But at your job, one of your colleagues is always encouraging you to come out with the team. But you keep making excuses as to why you can't go. And you justify it to yourself saying, ah, oh, I'm a learner. I like to spend my time on my own. But one day you decide to consider why do I blow people off all the time? This is the process I call getting a better sense of who you are. What you usually discover when you dig deep is your responses are just a learnt behaviour. Something you've just always done as for as long as you've you can remember to, to you know to help you to avoid things that you don't particularly like stop you feeling vulnerable or feeling out of sorts you know that kind of thing it might bring up some kind of anxiety it could be lots of reasons but when you start delving deep you start to see the reasons why that is your place that's your go-to safety place oh I'm a loner of course, there's always a reason why you are a loner. So when you really try to look beyond that, you'll start to get a better handle of why you do this thing. And you know, this mindset might have served you for a long time to protect yourself. But usually when you're ready to, you know, confront that behavior or change it, a scenario will arise to shake up that belief and maybe you can choose an alternative reaction as opposed to that learned behavior create a new belief one that says you know no i'm not alone now it's okay for me to hang out and meet new people i like people i learn I, i'm ready to learn new things and have new experiences I mean, it can be a dark, dark road when you put on your big girl pants and go in search of your authentic self. But I would say this has helped me on my trans mutant journey, no hand. 
this leads me nicely to something that I've really thought how to get under control. Now she knows who's boss. <laughs> I always find it funny on one hand and really sad on another how we can be swayed from feeling really empowered and that we can take on the world to down in the dumps in a single moment. I'm talking about getting a handle on that inner critic. You know that voice that thinks it knows you better than yourself and has an opinion on everything we do? Sometimes it's so loud that you mistaken it for your inner guidance system. And you just think your inner guidance system is stopping you from, not necessarily stopping you, protecting you from doing something that is going to go wrong. But this is how I distinguish which is coming from where. Is it coming from my biggest protector, that inner critic, or going coming from my higher being? Your inner critic promotes fear-based thoughts and has a tendency to make you think that the only outcome is going to be failure. The inner critic, according to Christine Wolfe, was created by us as children in an attempt to sort of rein ourselves in and obey our parents and our caregivers. But this mechanism is not very helpful as an adult because it acts as a gatekeeper, hindering our full expression and stopping us from having experiences that we may be open to. It also encourages us to suppress negative emotions such as anger, fear, jealousy, sadness, guilt, or anything that's deemed befitting. We've all been there, we all experience these emotions, but because they're negative and deem or deemed negative, the inner critics will berate us for having them, so we try to disassociate ourselves from them. But we all should know that when an emotion that is coming up and is not checked or observed, it's, it's going to keep rearing its head so that you can give it the attention it needs. Our inner guidance, on the other hand, offers us truths that do align with our belief systems. The positive beliefs helps us to create new belief systems. That's what our inner guidance does. So you definitely intuitively know that it's coming from a higher place and there's a feeling of a godliness and peacefulness about it. You, you recognise a divine presence, well I do anyway. There's no anxiety attached to it, like when your inner critic is uh, giving, you, <laughs> giving you an ear bashing. And it gives you the feeling of being in the presence of love. On a lighter note, this has to be the ultimate way to be instantly exhilarated and to celebrate you. Don on some headphones, put on your favorite playlist. I mean, my go-to is 80s funk, Steve Arrington, <laughs> Tina Marie, Rick James, you know, and just dance my heart away. Don't even think about your 
teenager asking if you're okay and what's that you're doing <laughs> don't even worry that your dance moves are stuck in a time warp just dance the utter joy it brings is priceless my daughter's a dancer so she always criticizes any move i make you should see me trying to do some of her <laughs> her dance routines <laughs> oh maybe you shouldn't it's fun, it gives you instant gratification and lifts you up instantly. I'm sure you all know that. It's, it's great, that's the best way to celebrate yourself. Just celebrate yourself any way you feel, you see fit, as long as you do so. So that's where I leave this one. I hope you enjoyed it, I hope you stayed for the duration. Please like, share and subscribe if you want to hear more ways to grow and be your best self. Namaste my people.